0: Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. I wanted to talk to you about celebrating my 25th wedding anniversary. Oh, I mean, applause. Thank we you. Have, we I need should... an applause no. button. Like, what, Maybe I'll do that, that in post-production. Okay. That'll just like be woo. 25 years of marriage I think that
1: is fantastic so you're gonna this is the part where you go girl it's been so
0: easy it's just been like a cakewalk and
1: you know actually
0: I was gonna take a sentence from you that marriage is like a trip to Disneyland. Didn't you say that? <laughs> 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 exactly the opposite.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. Did, did I get yeah, that? Wrong? No. No. I get so mad at these stupid fairy tales. And we ingrain our kids. With the idea that our Prince Charming is going to come and we're going to ride off into the sunset. And And live
0: happily ever
1: after. After. And that's the way they end it. And they lived happily ever after. And so you grow up and especially as girls. I don't know why we as um, women grow up thinking like, oh, this is going to be so great. We, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, I used to like to um, get into those uh, wedding magazines while I was sitting, Mm -hmm. you know, standing in line with my mom Mm -hmm. uh, at the grocery store. And then when I did get engaged, it was like all the books and all the things. And it was just like, oh my gosh, I get to marry my guy. It is going to be fantastic. And then the and problem then? is, is that you figure out. <laughs> and then the
0: problem is. <laughs> the problem is, is you figure out that, like, we are not perfect human beings. Wait, when do you figure that out? Like, you walk down the aisle, like, you're in your white gown, and you walk down the aisle. Like, when do you find out that this is... This is not Disney. About twelve minutes after the wedding <laughs> ceremony, okay, and I'm being generous. So,
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, the, generous. God's honest truth is that marriage is messy. We, as human beings, come into it not unless you come into it completely whole. And have done all this work on ourselves, which most of the time we haven't because most of the time we haven't, right? We're young. Most of the time we've been young or whatever. And to be honest with you, it's messy, we're just messy human beings, and we come in with all kinds of baggage and and luggage, crates, cargo. <laughs> he
0: said crates. <laughs> cargo. Oh, my oh my gosh. Yes. Well, it feels like you know, because cause Ramel and I, we had this conversation together as we're thinking about what are we going to talk about for the podcast? Mm-hmm. And we really have. I want you to look it up. We did talk about what I wish I knew before I got married a while back. It a, was while a while back.
1: back. It was one of right. our first episodes. Yeah,
0: I don't even remember what I said. I'm going to just be honest. I, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. But we felt like it was a good time to circle back around to it and have what um, we'll call as a part two to that conversation because mm-hmm. you can't have just one of those conversations because oh, no. apparently there's a long list of things that I wish I had known. And that other people wish they had long known and, and that I wish I could tell other people right now yeah. when I see people... They said yes. And you see, you know, they're engaged. I'm like, oh, I got a list you need to read. (laughs) Look, I got, I got an article or two. You need to, y'all need to, y'all need to um, take a class. Sit down. I got something to say. Yeah. It's like you want to be happy for people because marriage is supposed (laughs) to be this happy thing, right? It's so funny that you started off like, so you want to be happy for these people, but you're just not normally, just not immediately happy because you're like, Y'all are not prepared. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> That's you're like, what it is. Y'all it's look like- so happy, but you have no idea what you're about to do. If you don't look like you're like looking down the headlights of a
1: semi, then you are not ready. Okay. If you are sitting there looking into your man to be's, you know, eyes and you're just like all glossed over, then you are not ready.
0: <laughs> you should be scared, right? Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry, guys. Now, this is not what we are trying to do. We are not trying to scare people away from marriage. We just want to provide um, some insights yeah. based on people who've been married a long time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I and I, I wouldn't trade my husband in for anything, right? So mm-hmm. it's not that I want to go back and change that, mm-hmm. but... I wish I had a better understanding of what it really is, you know. Because, all right, so I know we're gonna get into this. I, I, I don't know what you had planned, but this is what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, girl, I don't know what you got planned over there. Oh, but you know, the thing that people like to tell you when you're getting married is, "Oh, it's such hard work." I, you know, don't, don't Wait, you tell mean like- me that.
0: Yeah, that you mean when people say marriage is hard, marriage is hard work. It's hard work, and it is. It is hard work. (laughs) What's that's the truth? I mean, these are facts, Facts. but they don't tell you. They don't
1: tell you what hard work is. Hard work can also be getting up and going to work every day, but we do it and we manage it, and then we're and we can be happy human beings. But getting up and facing marriage every day can be. It's a different kind of work. It's an emotional work that you have to be prepared for and when it when it
0: hits you it's just kind of like wait a minute what (laughs) okay so you (laughs) have you've only warned everyone that it is hard work and that you need to be prepared for it but you you didn't give me any good advice yet. Yeah. Not yet. We're, we're going to come to that, right? We're, we're about to come to that. Okay, we're about to that's open what, that up. That's what I mean. I would say that I remember once upon a time, early in my marriage, I would get upset with people who said that marriage was hard, marriage was hard work. And I used to believe strongly that marriage needed a good PR rep, right? That's what I felt like, marriage (laughs) gets a bad rep, y'all, we need to pump up marriage and show. And then I realized, oh, wait, I know what the problem is. It is hard and we're not preparing people for what to expect in marriage. And so they don't know what they're getting into. All they got is Cinderella, found Prince Charming or something like that Mm -hmm. Um, and then they live happily ever after and you don't see the rest of the picture and we as humans don't seem to like to talk about marriage that much not enough to tell other people at least if we have to expose our issues we don't Mm -hmm. like to do that so we don't tell other people what to prepare themselves for and that is part of the problem so Mm -hmm. we're going to break this down for you today (laughs) Cool. And tell you things that we wish we had known before we got married. And we and, probably, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we probably have a lot of people who are married, too. And they're probably going to be like, yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So maybe wish this episode that. is for all of you who listen who are already married and you know this already. If you know somebody who's thinking about getting married, maybe you might just want to send this to them. I'm just thinking about the best way because otherwise you just go sit back and be like, amen. Yes, child. Speak, (laughs) preach. You know, it's going to be kind of one of those things. And then we can't really hear you. So it'll be kind of weird. Send it to somebody who's thinking about getting married so that they can get the tips, not just from Ramel and I, but I asked my Facebook family. I was like, hey, Facebook, I want to talk about something on my podcast. Could you just Give me some wisdom. What is it you wish you had known before you got married? And they just started. They just went off. Oh, I felt like my Facebook blew up. It was just like, oh, I got so many different responses. So thank you, Mm -hmm. everybody who responded to my request for help. We're going to incorporate uh, some of what people said there as well. So that this will just be a great resource for anybody thinking about getting married or getting Mm -hmm. married again. I think yes. that counts. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know people have been married once, twice, three times.
0: So, <laughs> right. You no. Know, so, practice makes so, perfect. We're on that's, it. That's right. That's right. So, do you want to get started? You know, what you would like to have known before you got married? Sure. Sure. The thing that I wish I understood,
1: oh there, gosh, there's so many. Okay. But I'm going to go with this. Okay. Is that marriage is an evolution. It is a constant changing <laughs> because our, the place that we, our marriage is changes. Like at first you're, I call it married, let's say, single but married or something like that it's like you're married you're coupled but then you don't have any responsibilities to anybody else besides each other right you're just like yes we're doing all the things and we're having lots of fun you mean you don't have any
0: dogs or children is that what you mean
1: yeah. Without okay. children. Then the children come and then you're just like, oh, my God, what just happened? And then they start going to school. So you have this evolution of mm-hmm. that. T- those things that your family is going through. But as your family is going through things, you're going through things. Your mm-hmm. spouse is going through things. It's different experiences. And so we're having to navigate like a lot. And it's yes. our um, marriages are constantly mm-hmm. evolving. And we have to survive the evolution. And nobody tells you like, honey, don't worry, like they're they're just like, oh, it's it's just hard work. They don't tell you, guess what? At one point you're gonna be juggling twelve balls and forget the fact you don't know how to juggle it. <laughs> right? Don't worry <laughs> about that. You'll figure it out on your way. and don't drop any because, you know, one might break. And they, <laughs> they don't tell you that. And it's because it's scary. But, you know, I think part of it is is you get to a point where you have to realize that you have to slow, slow the roll and try to figure out like what works best for you guys. But I wish I had understood really about the evolution of marriage Mm -hmm. and working with your partner that you're you're both changing throughout the process.
0: See, well, I think I had a similar thought. I actually sat down and wrote something mm-hmm. just as a, as a, a thought. Um, and I wrote that marriage is not a destination. It mm-hmm. is a journey. You will most certainly run into roadblocks because marriage is a constant work in progress. Kind of mm-hmm. like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, don't look at these challenges as dead ends. Find the detour. Make a detour. Well, how do you do that? Well, that's why people say marriage is hard because sometimes you can't even see a path. You have to create one. And what I want people to know is that it's worth it. Putting in the effort is worth the struggle that it takes. And then you can reap the benefits from staying, but you have to commit to it. It's, it's, it's more to it. Mm-hmm. And it. It is, but there's a
1: caveat. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not worth it.
0: Okay, so let's do the uh, disclaimer right up at the front <laughs> because there are some relationships that don't need to keep going. And actually some of my friends online specifically said, sometimes the only way is is out. Mm-hmm. And there are scenarios in uh, with domestic violence, there's emotional, verbal abuse, uh, physical v- abuse you you've heard us talk about narcissism we mm-hmm. don't like narciss <laughs> you know no, that's that's a bad scenario like as well so there are some cases where you might need to get out like that is the scenario so i don't want to say that all marriage is worth sticking in i just want to say that just like ramel said you're we're used to these fairy tales and then you don't really hear what happens after People get married. You just think that's the destination. Yay, I did it. Well, no, that's when the work begins <laughs> that's where of trying starts. to right and trying to um, deal in a life that's going to give you some um, valleys and some 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 challenges, some roadblocks. And mm-hmm. so, if you want to be like the couple who's been married for eighty years, <laughs> do they say married for eighty years? Anyway, if you want to be <laughs> with the couple who married, my in-laws are married like fifty two or 53 years um, mm-hmm. this month. So when you if you want to be married for that long, you do have to make a commitment that mm-hmm. I know challenges are coming my way. I can expect that. Mm-hmm. Like Ramel said, changes are coming my way. Mm-hmm. I can expect that this person I marry today is going to change and evolve. And with time and life changing and evolving, I'm going to need to be flexible. In in order to mm-hmm. make it to year 52 of marriage, there's and i'm putting words in your mouth Ramel, but i imagine yes, there's some commitment that is required i had people on my facebook page say you have to make a choice every day you have to decide every day mm-hmm. that i'm going to be humble i'm going to forgive i'm going to stay mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna try i'm gonna i'm gonna make an effort to work on this
1: yeah Actually my husband said that to us just today. He he yeah. makes a de- he makes a decision day to day whether he's staying
0: or not. <laughs> and and you know what that is nothing to be embarrassed about. You know, he wasn't either. He was, he was like this is what I do. Every day I decide do I want to stay with this woman or not. And and to that I told him. I said, "Yeah, well, my husband he always tells me as long as we don't give up on the same day, we're okay." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. might give up. If I give up one day, as long as he doesn't give up on the same day, we can make this happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. I wanted, I can add a few more that other people said, unless you had something else you were thinking about in particular.
1: Well, you touched on forgiveness. I think that forgiveness is a really huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness without resentment. We can say we forgive, but mm-hmm. then sometimes we, we hold... Things against our spouse. I wouldn't know because I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Let's I'm talk joking. about lying
0: to people. Okay, we don't need to lie to people. <laughs> too many people have to lied to us about what marriage is <laughs> and what to expect. So this is going to be a real episode of conversation. We're going to keep it real. Okay, so okay. you know that happened
1: like last week, right? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> I'm joking there too. It was last I'm, night at the mill's house. <laughs> I'm getting better though, but you have to actually be able to uh, shine a light on that. Truly being able to forgive is also to let go of the, the, those resentments that you may have accumulated over the years. And they they don't start off big. The resentments usually start off really, really small mm-hmm. and they build on each other. And so mm-hmm. that's part of the, that's part of it. You just, oh, it's just not, it's not easy.
0: I mean, But see, what you just described Mm -hmm. is, and if I frame it in terms of our question, what I wish I knew before I got married, Mm -hmm. is that you're going to have to flex your forgiveness muscle. Like Your muscle Mm -hmm. is going to be challenged. It's going to be stretched. It's going to get sore. (laughs) Yeah. There's something that's going to happen in your marriage that's going to require that you forgive. Forgive your spouse. Mm -hmm. Forgive yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. In that process, so that's something you need to know about in advance. Oh my gosh! Can I just tell you this too? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can tell me like, all the things. I have all Ramon. the things. Okay, all, all the. Th-
0: right. I want to hear everything. <laughs> I think I have had to
1: learn a level of empathy for my husband. What mm-hmm. I, I want I, I don't even know if I said that right. Anyway, you have to be able to empathize with what they
0: the tools that they're bringing to. The marriage. Oh, that's a good one. A lot of people responded with that.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, because and the thing about it is we come to the table and we think that our spouse is this person and that they are strong or whatever it is, brilliant, or whatever mm-hmm. the label is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that label is nothing but a cover for their some of the insecurities that they have. You know what I mean?
0: I think what you're saying, you can tell me if I'm right, is that we think we know a person. But then when you see them in different scenarios, because uh, you live with them and mm-hmm. you're living life with them. So you get to see them when they're happy, sad, disappointed, angry, mm-hmm. um, when when something unexpected happens and mm-hmm. you get to see their responses. And so what they might have been able to show you as a facade in the beginning, you know, you get to actually see who they really are because you're living mm-hmm. with them. Is that right? Yeah,
1: you're living mm-hmm. with them. And then you have to be able to, sometimes it's it's like, oh, wait a minute. It's kind of like that moment when you figure out that your parents could ever be wrong or that you're, you know, it's like that veil like um, mm-hmm. comes down and you're just like, oh, wow. Okay, I see you for who you are. Not that that's a bad thing,
0: mm-hmm. but if
1: but it takes a while to, I think, get to that point where you're seeing them for everything that they are and sometimes we have to not be angry at them for not being the person you thought that they were oh,
0: wait, wait, wait. but having
1: empathy and working with them for who they
0: truly are oh, you I said I, a think, lot I don't know if
1: that came out the
0: right the way I wanted to but you said a lot of things so I want to break down a couple of things that I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard expectations. Mm, yes, and yeah. I heard family dynamics, like how they grew up. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. want to I want to start with with those. And let me start with the family dynamics. I had okay. a person who sent me um, a response. He mentioned that there is a tool, an assessment, a survey called mm-hmm. the Adverse Child Experiences Survey. It's a it's a number. You take the survey, you get a number, and he said. If your spouse, if you or your spouse get a three or above, that means they've had enough adverse childhood experiences that it will indeed impact your marriage. You can uh, expect it to impact well, where, your where marriage. Where did they get that test at? I mean, like, where was this? I got a link. I'm going to put a link for we going it. We're gonna, we going to um, take the test and see how bad, what situation we're in. But if you think about it, hmm. What you deal with, what experiences you have as a a formative person or your family tradition for dealing with disagreements. Yeah. Just kind of what 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 does it mean to be a woman mm-hmm. in your household? What does it mean to be a man? What is it? Mm-hmm. And think about it. It's different in your house. It might be different in your spouse's house. So we come to the table with all the expectations that it's going to be like we expect Mm hmm. Or we might be impacted by family scenarios. And, and that's not something that we always talk about mm-hmm. early on in our relationships, especially if they're painful. Right. And right. we want to hide it and we want to pretend that we can get beyond it without proper counseling and, and really dealing with <laughs> it. It comes back out in marriage. So apparently there's an assessment that helps you evaluate your past childhood experiences in your family life. But even if it's not adverse childhood experience, just Mm -hmm. whatever your experience, whatever your family dynamic was, Mm -hmm. you know, it might not be exactly like your spouse's. And so you come in transitioning to expectations with Mm -hmm. different expectations of what it means to be a wife and what it means to be a husband, how you expect your person to respond in different situations. And I have gone to marriage enrichment where I learned that we shouldn't have expectations. And I was like, "What?" But I have <laughs> I I expectations. Expect- but I expect a certain thing, and they're like, "Yeah, you're doing it wrong." I'm like, "Oh, lord." I wasn't ready. It's was like really, because that's what not what I expected. It was like, well, you know, who told you to expect that? Right. It was like Disney. Disney told me to expect that. The the love book, the romance novel I read told me to Mm -hmm. the magazine about weddings told me that my marriage would be a certain way. So we do pick up in different ways, but we do have to check our expectations and at least communicate with our spouse or our spouse to be what our expectations are so we can like unravel that crap in advance.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. That didn't happen with me and my husband
0: you, so, mean you didn't have any You yet not unravel expectations before you got married no i don't think we did
1: i like, did you not have any did.
0: marriage pre any pre-marriage counseling no our pre-marriage even counseling was you know mar- get uh what do you call it
1: living with each other and just figuring it out i mean like literally we didn't do that we didn't do it
0: and do you think living with each other Helped you learn things to help you decide, do I really want to marry this person? Like, did that help you? Not at all. Because... <laughs> How is it different? <laughs> I was one day saying I do different than just living with them before. Like, why wouldn't that help you? I mean, it's like
1: being in a honeymoon phase. Oh. You know what I mean? We were so happy to be, like, in the same space with each other. I was moving in from another state. We hadn't really spent this, that time together Mm -hmm. for two years, we were, we had a long distance relationship for two and a half years. So we were just happy to be in each other's space. We were happy to be living with each other. And not to say that things didn't come up, but it was really easy for us to be like, no big deal. You know, we didn't have any like major arguments during that time. We lived together for, I think like two and a half years before
0: we ended up actually getting married so, so was that like your honeymoon period and after you got married you already passed through the honeymoon period or did you have another few years of honeymoon i'm curious no
1: we we had to deal
0: with family issues like right after we got married and you mind so, telling me what you mean by family issues because that huh? might be can you tell me what you mean by family issues his mother had some medical issues that had to be taken care of
1: uh-huh. like right then and so it put us in a different space of trying to figure things out. I mean, my mother-in-law moved in with us basically within two years of us getting married, within a year and a half of us getting married,
0: um, she ended up living with us. Yeah, if anybody listens to this show regularly, did you know that last week she told us that she moved in with her mother-in-law mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. they got married? So I'm yeah. thinking this is payback. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh, uh, you did. You lived with uh, her and then yeah, shortly after she lives what? with you. You mm-hmm. know what
1: the difference is? When I moved in with them... Mm-hmm. that was their house their rules their things Ah, uh, yeah you know and you it's kind of like living under your parents house in the sense that you respect their house their rules and all that kind of stuff and then the mm-hmm. dynamic changes now wow. it's it's our house i said your house it's your our, rules oh yeah. yeah and things and so things change very quickly it was not an easy transition. Although I will, I've said it before and I'll say it again, his mother is a beautiful person, but the issues just were, it was a lot for a newlywed couple to have to try to work out.
0: So it's funny. I had a friend, um, uh, Dominique, who wrote that uh, how to engage with in-laws is a skill maybe he would have mm-hmm. liked to have had before marriage mm-hmm. or, you know, just being able to navigate. I haven't had to have that level of navigation where mm-hmm. I have an in-law. I'm expecting later on as we get older in life and our parents get older that I might need to bring in a parent or something like mm-hmm. that later on. But I can't even imagine first thing in your marriage. Mm-hmm. I also having someone else to care for a health issue and it being an in-law because you know you hear all the t- terrible stories about mother-in-law mm-hmm. I am so fortunate you and I are fortunate we did not have that type of mother-in-law no uh, no but I know no. some people do and that's it's extraordinarily important to recognize how do you incorporate your spouse's family in your marriage what, mm-hmm. what, are, what are the rules how do you engage? What are the expectations? I swear, I think communicating your expectations to your spouse on all things and then knowing what the heck to do when your expectations and their expectations conflict because, um, yeah, <laughs> communicating okay. about them and then resolving conflict, totally different things. And let's just be real. That doesn't happen overnight. Communication oh, no, there's not time does not happen overnight. It's kind of like...
1: <laughs> Okay, I'm just (laughs) going to say this. Have you ever sent your husband to the grocery store with a list of stuff to get at the grocery store and had him come home with exactly the things you told him to?
0: I, I, I feel like there's something very specific you've got coming on. Uh, but you're <laughs> she right. God, no, I, I'm not gonna be. I'm not doing that. Say, I gotta. I got my husband listens to this podcast sometimes, so I'm gonna assume you can give okay. Jimmy a list, and he will not come home with the not stuff you gave on that list. Bec- mm-hmm. But I'm just
1: saying. But you communicated that it to him. It's a communication thing, and we even 24 years in, we still are working on it. And that's my point is that we still don't necessarily understand what each other is saying, mm-hmm. but we are getting better at it. And we have a lot less hostility towards each other when we don't um, get it, get it right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with communication, all of this stuff, it just takes time. And, okay, but so if you, we're
0: not going to get it overnight. So you're not going to have everything you need to get married before you get married. So mm-mm. it's important to know that there's a lot you don't know about being successful in marriage. And don't ex- assume that you know everything you need to know because it's just a lie. You don't. You <laughs> stop lying to yourself. It's a bold-faced can, lie. Can we just skip over the part where you think, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But you don't. And you have to learn and everybody's journey is different and it requires different things. And everybody comes in with a different configuration of family dynamics and mm-hmm. expectations and level of ability. Can we start with that? The Just because we say communicate doesn't mean that everybody could communicate the same way. Mm-hmm. If I said if I was like, well, I told you one time that mm-hmm. I needed you to do what I want you to do is very different than I need you to put down the toilet seat every time you lift it up. You know, I mean, like it's how people communicate takes, it's going to take some work because even if I communicate well, Mm -hmm. there's something called love languages. I had a few friends talk about knowing each other's love language. If I think I'm communicating love in the best way I can and I am given the best most expensive and thoughtful gifts mm-hmm. that I can think to give but my partner has a different love language they don't like gifts they want time they just want me to spend time with them mm-hmm. I'm over here giving gifts thinking I'm doing my best thing <laughs> and they want time I'm still not communicating well right so learning what you're partner's love language is so that you all can be on the same page. Oh my gosh, this does sound hard. Remel, come on, admit it. This sounds hard, right? It sounds
1: impossible, but the thing about it is, is that it <laughs> it does, right? It sounds impossible. We're it's like, oh my sound- God, all the things it's this and it's that and guess what? But the thing about it is is that is if you can, if you can hang in there and you guys can work yes. together, mm-hmm. you get to a point like I mean, Jim and I have had our ups and our downs and things like that. But we're at a point now where we just truly, I think get a chance to enjoy each other and enjoy each other in a r- real sense. Like, you know, he can tell his truth about where he thinks we are every day. He's like, mm-hmm. I told you, he's like, yeah, I have to decide this every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that makes sense. Yeah, Am I going to do this again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> But we just enjoy each other a lot more. We enjoy each other a lot more. And, it, and it's a different thing. Like when we first got married, we just were like, oh, in love. I At least I was. I can't speak about mm-hmm. him. I was just <laughs> like, oh, we I just love me some Jimmy. And I <laughs> still do love me some Jimmy. But it's different because we've been through it. We've been yeah. through it. And so there's a rootedness that Mm -hmm. comes to our relationship. We are much more rooted in our relationship and that's taken time and weathering and watering and, you know, storms, the whole (laughs) thing. And we've managed to get to this point. So I'm really, really happy. But you know, if I had known it before, Oh my gosh, if I had known it before, would I have done it? Getting married? Yeah. I don't know. If someone hmm, had said this to that. me, <laughs> like if someone, seriously, if someone has said, girl, all of these things and listed all the things that we listed out,
0: would you have looked at marriage the same way? I would not have looked at marriage the same way. I, mm. I can say that. I would have gotten married because, you know, I had the vision of I wanted to be married. I felt like I should be married. I felt like I should have kids and that was part of my life's journey that I want. I will also say, I 100% believe, percent believe that marriage is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It is not for everybody. You can still want companionship and other things, but marriage is not <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. Um, it's not. not at all. Not at all. I did want to go back to something you said cuz you talked about how you guys make your make each other happy or that just you guys are in a very happy place. Mm-hmm. And I had Two people, my cousin Ayana and a friend of mine, Rocky, who Mm -hmm. talked about how you cannot expect or you should not expect your significant other to make you happy. Mm. That you have to find the happiness within yourself. You make Mm -hmm. yourself happy. And then together, you two, you happy people can, you know, live a, a happy life. But Spending all your time thinking, well, you're not making me happy anymore. Because <laughs> after the honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. and there will be an after the honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. they don't make you happy anymore. And you're like, wait a minute, do your job. And there we go with expectations. And- <laughs> but the point is, they're not supposed to make you happy. You have to find your own happiness in order to make that work. You know, and that was a, I read that and I totally
1: related to it. And I did not think that I was an unhappy person. When I got married. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: what I realized. Is that I really wanted to. Being in a space. Where when he wasn't there. Because he had Mm -hmm. my husband. If I haven't said it a million times. Is a very dedicated man. To his fraternity. And he loves volunteering. I think you've said that a few hundred
0: times. But okay. Yeah Mm -hmm. just
1: a couple of times. And he loves volunteering. Even without his fraternity. And so there were so many times. That I was by myself having to deal with myself and that is when I had to kind of deal with the knowing I mean he he loved me through it he loved me he thought it was just like it was fine but I had to be I had to learn to be okay with not having him like close to me like that was what I wanted I wanted Mm -hmm um, to continue this, just being close to him. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to spend Mm -hmm. all this time with him and things. Your love
0: language is clearly spending time together, but go ahead. Quality time.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, that was one of the things I just really loved that. And so, so when we weren't, Mm -hmm. it was like a gaping hole for me. And it felt like, it felt like he didn't, in some ways didn't love me, but I knew he did. Mm-hmm. Does that ever happen to you? Like you go, like I know this is not true, but
0: this is the way I feel anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, and that is something we can't control. So one thing my husband tell, taught me a long time ago, he said, you can't control how somebody feels. You can't argue mm-hmm. with the way somebody feels, and they don't even have to have feelings that are based on what truly happened. If this how they feel, you can't really argue with this is how. I feel Mm -hmm. and uh, just trying to get get beyond that and navigate the communication for that um, is important. Um, I have one friend who said that she didn't know in advance that some of her independence like she's very independent. just Mm -hmm. It made her husband feel um, not emasculated, but more like she didn't need him. Yeah, she was so willing to do things on her own and for herself. You know, it made her husband feel like, well, she doesn't need me. She can, I don't know. She didn't give me examples. So she didn't take out the trash. You know, mm-hmm. she, she she mowed the lawn. Uh, she took out the trash. I, I don't know. I might be simplifying it. But the point is, just, you know, we, that's, that's tough when you, you can't anticipate how that's going to make your spouse feel. Mm-hmm. And then having to be able to acknowledge and recognize. I think I think they're hurt or I think I did mm-hmm. something wrong. How important is saying I'm sorry? <laughs> I had another I had a few other okay. things that people wrote and I okay. wanted to to share cuz they were, they were just good things. It's a lot of of good things and we probably said some of them but just being able to put this out here. Okay. One was that, and we we referenced this, my friend Crystal said that neither of you will be the same person 5, 10, and 15 years from now. Yeah. So being able to learn to change and grow together. And change is hard. Change, yeah, and I'm going to say that I think I'm on at least my second marriage with my husband. It could be the third, to be honest. <laughs> Where it's like dog like things so many things changed or things mm-hmm. have evolved, I think was the word you used. Yeah. From where we were when we got married at twenty two. Yeah. To where we are at forty seven. Yeah. That Sometimes things change so much it feels like, well, this doesn't even feel like the same marriage. Let's just start over. Let's go based on the new place where we are now. We're on marriage too with the same person. No, we didn't get a divorce and do the whole wedding thing again. We just had to like start over again or or have a new take on just be able to accept the changes that have happened in our marriage and and move forward and being flexible. Because if you're yeah. not flexible, you do you do break. You
1: know that just when you're saying that, it just made me like totally understand why people do recommitment marriages, like the the ceremonies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because I think it, I think there's something cathartic about letting go of, you know, the relationship that you had and you worked Mm -hmm. out of, and that you're in this that got you together in
0: the in the first place. Yeah, Yeah. it is a new space.
1: I can totally see it now. I mean, I just thought it was just. I don't know. I just thought it was I thought it was, it was when somebody fluffy. cheated.
0: I always thought when somebody cheated and then they have to co- recommit. <laughs> To, to their vows no I am serious that's what I thought I didn't know I mean like who? we don't know like nobody says here are the rules for your recommitment ceremony so you just I don't know but I have learned over time she's laughing at me I just
1: remember it's it's a uh, talk to us at girl podcast okay. with three r's
0: address it <laughs> to Tawanda I had nothing to do with that okay go ahead I'm just telling you what I didn't know and yeah. I didn't understand and now I have a different um thought about that. It's not necessarily that they cheated it It could be just like you said you i i can say it we changed in our marriage and mm-hmm. things you know our marriage feels different we've changed we've grown mm-hmm. and we've evolved and so in in honor of a new marriage i kind of recognize this is my third marriage i think that's, <laughs> i think i did the county i think that's right and we're on marriage number three but hey it's been 25 years so whoop, whoop, i i mean i think it's something to celebrate <laughs>
1: but and now it just it was just like click 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 like oh this makes sense it makes mm. sense that people would want to be like let's celebrate moving into this new space um, yeah, yeah. with each other.
0: I, it goes back to the commitment. And many of my friends wrote that it is a daily decision. It is mm-hmm. choosing um, him or her every day. It's choosing to pick your, your battles so you don't have to, to argue all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is... Uh, yeah, this is is a a daily choice to to have grace mm-hmm. and forgive um, and compassion. Yep, and mm-hmm. forgiveness with your spouse. Um, so we yeah we, we we had a lot. I mean, yeah yeah you know we had a lot. You guys had a whole lot to share with us. I yeah. am so pleased uh, what what we got. I feel like I I can even be a better wife. <laughs> yeah no you know what i i think that it has been
1: very reflective for me mm-hmm. to kind of look at the growth that we have uh shared through our marriage because we it was not easy it was no. not easy but we're in this <laughs> you, space you keep going to
0: marriage is hard do you hear this y'all it's she nuts. started with marriage is hard she's ending with marriage is hard <laughs> yes <laughs> OK, no, but, but she doubled no. down on marriage is hard. <laughs> hard.
1: But now now I will mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. it is
0: easier.
1: I will say now that it's easier because we've weathered it, because we've gotten to a certain point where we understand each other a little bit better. It where... was the
0: commitment. you You made the commitment to 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 stick with it, to work through it, to do the hard work to get you to this point is that right am i saying it right because you're looking like maybe i didn't mm. say that right i mean yeah i think we made the commitment but i think what makes the commitment
1: a lot easier is just getting to a place where it feels good you know commitment's are easy when things feel. yeah that's good. what i was
0: like well hey look commitment's great uh when it feels good, you can feel in love, mm-hmm. but love in and of itself is not enough. You're not going to last that love by itself won't get you to to, to, to 52 years. No, to I agree. But
1: that's what I'm saying. At this point, the commitment has gotten us to this okay. point got where it, it okay. feels good. It okay. feels okay. the commitment so, Okay, got us to this point.
0: Where- so that's what I meant earlier when I said, hang in there you know, um, be flexible, take all the advice we've said um, in the rest of this podcast, because the benefit its beautiful. Like, I like where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad I can say that where we are right now. We're very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And we're happy. And we're really we're in a really good place. But there were times in our marriage where it didn't feel like that. Yeah, there were many times that I didn't feel like that. And you're like, where's this going? Mm-hmm. But by Sticking with it, following, um, you know, being compassionate and caring about your spouse and saying, I want our relationship to last. I want to do what I need to do. Yeah. It gets you to this point where you did it and you can look back and say, look what we did. Yeah, we, we got this far. Look what we did, and now we're at a very comfortable sp- uh, place. We understand each other better, right? mm-hmm. but then you need to be prepared for change because change is always around the corner. Oh my gosh, uh, I just
1: can I can I get twelve minutes just being here, even Steven, Can I just get twelve minutes here before we change?
0: Yeah, no, probably not because like <laughs> I, I I know my poor husband has to deal with <laughs> menopause. Because like that's a change. I mean, we're doing we didn't figure out how to communicate and to listen to each other, and and you know not quit on the same day. And then I get my hormones <laughs> from hot flashes, and I- I'm a whole other woman. He has to figure <laughs> out, he has and to he didn't do anything. Out all, I know, over again. all over again. So change is to be expected, and it then is. being flexible is the key. Yeah, I agree. I like it. I do too. I we will probably talk about this all day, so, yeah. We probably could. We probably
1: could. I mean, to put it all in, like, 45 minutes is, is so hard because there's 24, 25 years is not something you put in 45 minutes. But, no. um, yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. And I hope everybody could relate to what we're talking about because, you actually, you don't need even be in a, um, what do you call it, a marriage to... Yeah, it's a committed it's
0: a committed relationship where you're trying to live life with another person.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Have fun. Fun, fun.
0: Yeah, I did too. Thanks. That was good. And thanks
1: to all your friends who were like, let me chime in. I appreciate that. That was so helpful,
0: y'all. Stepped
1: up. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. All right. Well. Thank you all for uh, stopping by, listening with us. Hopefully we said an amen or two Mm -hmm. (laughs) right along with us, Um, but we appreciate it. So until next time, peace, peace and blessings.
0: blessings.
1: Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at girl podcast.
0: That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcasts at gmail.com.
1: That's girl with three R's. <laughs> so until next time, peace, peace and, and blessings. blessings.